Hello everyone, how are you? Zach Stroh here with you from Neighborhood Church, and today we will be discussing gentleness as the second to last fruit in our Living Fruit Sermon Series. And uh, of course, if you're following along, you know I say this every Sunday that we have a video, but if you're following along in a house church, please take out your Sunday morning sermon discussion guide so that you can follow along and have some great discussion as well as making sure that you do the weekly devotional so it reinforces everything that you learned today. So into the fruit of gentleness. Fortunately, most of the time when we hear that word gentleness or get a picture of somebody who is gentle in our minds, it's oftentimes somebody who is maybe wimpy or weak, maybe even a bit feeble or sheepish. And the defining characteristic of, characteristics of gentleness as a fruit of the Spirit couldn't be farther from the, the false picture that we get in our minds of uh, that person who is wimpy and sheepish. Listen to how the New American Commentary for Galatians describes gentleness as a fruit of the Spirit. And I'll read this here from my notes. This word connotes a submissive and teachable spirit toward God that manifests itself in genuine humility and consideration towards, toward others. It is regrettable that the English word gentleness, gentleness has come to have the popular connotation of a wimpish weakness and non-assertive lack of vigor. As an expression of the fruit of the Spirit, gentleness is strength under control, power harnessed in loving service, and respectful actions. I'm going to read that again because it's beautiful. As an expression of the fruit of the Spirit, gentleness is strength under control, power harnessed in loving service and respectful actions. One who is gentle in this sense will not attempt to push others around and arrogantly impose one's will on subordinates or peers. So being gentle is neither a weakness nor a lack of strength, but rather it's quite the opposite. So as we briefly take a look at Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30, I think you've been there already in your house churches. I want you to remember the following. I'm going to repeat it twice. It takes great strength and great humility to compassionately serve others in a way that lovingly helps them. I'll say it one more time because this is what I want you to remember and maybe even see if you can pick out from uh, our brief discussion here. It takes great strength and genuine humility to compassionately serve others in a way that lovingly helps them. And in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30, Jesus uses a farming picture to describe what following him is like. And see if you can't pick out in this uh, little uh, brief passage in some of the discussion that I give you today, how strength, compassion, and loving service underscores the gentleness of Jesus. And so if you want to turn there, I'll give you a couple seconds. But don't worry, I'm going to read it out loud for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Matthew 11, verse 28. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So the idea here that, that Jesus paints for us is that you have two oxen who are joined together by a giant wooden oak. 
and then attached to these two oxen who are joined together by this giant wooden yoke is plowing equipment. And then, at the, and then as, as these oxen are kind of plowing up and down the field, the soil due to the plowing equipment will be loosened and then uh, the farmer will come and plant seeds in the loosened up soil that was uh, plowed by the two oxen who are yoked together. And as these two oxen walk down the field plowing the soil, you could often imagine one may tire, um, they may slow down, uh, but by being yoked to another oxen, perhaps being yoked to a stronger oxen, that stronger ox, oxen pulls the weaker one along so that they can get the work finished and the task may be completed. And I want you to understand this, this is very important. The burden of plowing the field is lessened because each, each oxen is taking their share of the load. So I, I ask you today who are tuning in, who are watching, how many of you are bearing the full load or the full burden of life that was always meant to be shared with somebody else, perhaps being yoked to somebody else? You see, Jesus knew this. And apparently back then they had the same problem that we do today, uh, that we take on too much and we don't ask for help. And we certainly don't try to give our burdens over to Jesus. And so the scripture for today, as many others, we find in the Bible, it's an invitation by the gentle shepherd for anyone who is burdened, anyone who is worn out or anyone who may be yoked to something or someone else other than Jesus. It's an invitation to take up Jesus's yoke, to join yourself with he who is gentle and humble in heart. And as you do this, as you yoke yourselves to Jesus, you can, as the text says, begin to find rest for your soul. Not that it's not going to be work because it's going to be a lot of work. Not that your problems will go away, but instead of being yoked to your problems or yoked to whatever is bringing you down, you can be yoked to Jesus. You can be joined to Jesus who, through his strength and humility, will compassionately and lovingly serve you so that when you tire and when you wear down or when you can't go on, he, like the stronger oxen, will take the brunt of the burden and gently pull you along, lovingly helping you finish the task, lovingly helping you find rest for your weary soul, but also allowing you to go on in life. So I ask you today, what would it look like for you to transfer your burden to Jesus, to be yoked to Jesus? And as you do this, this will be how you experience the gentleness, the gentleness of the good shepherd. You must join yourself to Jesus and share your burdens with him so that you can find rest for your weary soul. So thank you guys all for tuning in. And as always, I hope that you have some great discussion in your house churches, maybe even ponder this during the week. If you notice, I didn't go over, I think it's Isaiah chapter 40 verses 1 through 11. That's something that you guys can pay a little bit more attention to as you have your discussions. And I think you've already read that out loud. And so as always, 
May you go in the grace and peace and mercy of Jesus Christ. Have a blessed start to your week, everybody.